In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I still have 30 or so handwritten letters from my grandmother. With crystal clarity, I can imagine the sweeping flow of her loose cursive. She would always tell me of the weather in Indianapolis or news from the family. And while I didn't totally get it at the age of 18, my parents encouraged me to write letters to her when I went off to college. And by God's grace, I did. A child of the Depression era, her letters were inevitably folded up notebook paper that she got for free advertising a hotel or a product that she wouldn't dare waste. In every single one, she ended them the exact same way. Read your Bible and stay in school. These were the words from my grandmother, who was a devout Christian with about an eighth grade education. She came to place high value on the one thing that motivated her whole life and on the thing that she never got the opportunity to pursue. These are the words that I hold when I think of her. Read your Bible and stay in school. It was an admonition and a blessing all in one. In today's gospel lesson, we hear Christ's admonition to the disciples. No, Christ says, that when I'm gone, the Holy Spirit, the Advocate, will be present with you. Know that when I leave, my peace will be with you. And this peace is a gift. No, Christ seems to say that the messages of this world will inevitably cause you troubled hearts and will cultivate fear. Know that the gift of the Holy Spirit is how you can have access to this peace. Christ says, do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not let them be afraid. Christ says these words knowing what is coming. For him and for his disciples who come and follow him, he says to them, do not let your hearts be troubled. This week, as I sat and prayed through the text, I could not help but to settle on these words of Christ. I think my mind settled on these words because when I read them, all I could think was how. How are our hearts not meant to be troubled when fear is everywhere? This week alone in our country, we have had 11 mass shootings. I only knew of two. 19 people killed, 47 injured. How, how, as we witness shooting after shooting, are we to not let our hearts be troubled? Do not let your hearts be troubled. 
And on Tuesday night, I began receiving texts from my people in Texas as they began to plan to evacuate as wildfires ripped through the farms and houses just south of Abilene. Videos rolled in with ash-covered ground so white it looked like snow. This town has nearly doubled the record for days in the month of May above 100 degree heat already. And in a tragedy too close to home, a rare northern Michigan town had a tornado rip through it, killing two and injuring more than 40. How? How in a world wrecked by rap a rapidly changing climate are we to not let our hearts be afraid? These words of Christ admonishing the disciples to rest in God's peace and to not let their hearts be troubled or filled with fear seems painfully unavailable to us. How, with all that is happening in our world, can our hearts be anything but troubled when fear is all we know? And this is not simply a preacher's rhetorical question. This is the question I have prayed tearfully this week to God. I have sat with God and let my frustration at gun violence in our country rage I have wept about the ways in which we legislate people's bodies, how healthcare continually fails all of us, about how the changing climate poses threats that we don't even know how to approach. In prayer, I've held my fears about the ways in which we walk around this world terribly fragile and incapable of protecting ourselves from the pain of this world. As I sat this week with all the pain and the darkness of this world, all I could think was it's too much. It is too great a burden to carry. Our troubled hearts simply cannot navigate this world full of things to be justifiably afraid of. And then I remember key part of this gospel text. I remembered that the same spirit that Christ breathed out in his last breath upon the cross is with us today. And I remember that the same Holy Spirit that was present in the chaos of Pentecost is hovering over all of us as well. And I remembered that Christ did not tell his disciples to not let their hearts be troubled or to be filled with fear by sheer grit and will. Rather, he told them to lean upon the Holy Spirit, to lean upon God, to trust the advocate who is with us, even when we feel painfully alone. My friends, the only way and I, I am convinced that this is the only way to not let our hearts be troubled and to be unafraid is to simply resist the pull to let our hearts be consumed by that fear.
because it's unacceptable for us as followers of Christ to pretend that the dangers and the threats all around us don't matter because this world is not our eternal home. But it is equally objectionable to let our hearts be consumed with fear because we are trying to walk without God. As you know, I am headed on sabbatical in about two hours. And I've been in touch with Mother Anna Noon, who is a missioner, an Anglican missioner in the city of Santiago, Spain. The Anglican Communion is trying to build a center in Santiago for Anglicans like me who walk the Camino to have a place to receive our Holy Communion. They don't have the funds built up yet, so right now they're sharing a worship space in a strip mall type setting. And they're sharing it with a Ukrainian Orthodox and a Russian Orthodox church. And she wrote to me and said, somehow, the light of Christ, somehow, the hope of Christ still shines. My troubled heart this week has prayed one of the prayers from scripture that I most rely on in times of darkness. I believe, help my unbelief. I believe that it is possible to not let our hearts be consumed with trouble and fear despite all that is going on in the world today. Help my unbelief that there is no real way that this could be possible. I believe that we don't have to carry the pain of this world alone. Help my unbelief that the Spirit cannot help me carry it. I believe that the Spirit is with us, that God is with us when our hearts are troubled and fear is all we know. Help my unbelief and insistence that God's peace is not really quite as powerful as it is. I believe that God's peace that passes all understanding is more available to us than we can ask or imagine. In all of this, I pray, I believe, help my unbelief. Amen. <laughs>